This is why it smells in here. Oh my god, it's hot. I'm sorry. Massage my feet, Alex. <laughs> what? Have you ever been offended? He asked me to sign some paperwork that I never thought I'd ever see. And then he asked me to do some really weird things for him. Yeah, alright. We're on? I'm back from London. It feels like we're about to get buried alive. No, it doesn't feel like we're even buried. Did you know buried alive was a David Blaine thing that he did? Yes. And a couple other magicians. This Some did challenge. not make it. This will challenge your mental and physical state. I just want to say off the bat, I keep my house at a, a pristine 69 degrees. <laughs> not, no, not even Very joking. different. If it were up to me, I'd keep it about 67, but my wife and I have negotiated. As the sauna heats up, the questions get hotter. We'll start at level one, and by level five, it'll feel like over 500 degrees on our body. Can our guest make it? Let's find out. So we have a fun episode for you today. We have Alex Nava in the sauna. Can you believe we got him in here? That rhymed. So wow. is that a yeah. fat joke? No, no, no. That's Did not, you believe you we think got I, him no, in here? No, that's not. Me. I meant because of your fame. It's just so hard oh. to grab someone like you. You know, Alex, you've been blown you, up. You, your you, I'm fired been, video. Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand views. He got a twenty percent. That was such a better rate on that. That was such it was a better actually, intro. Uh, Three hundred twenty thousand. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Dude, that was a way better intro than what I prepared. I was just gonna start off and say hello. We have a uh, jobless person here. Alex, tell us. <laughs> I'm just known as that un unemployed. The guy. unemployed guy. Yeah. Tell us, wow. Alex. Yeah, what's it for like? For people that don't know who you are, tell us who you are. And what uh, it's like to not have a job, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'm the unemployed guy. Yep. And, uh, no. I, fired you know, by Graham. Fired by Graham. So, rage, tell me, why, why did quit. you rage quit? Why did yeah. you rage quit? Gosh, you guys <laughs> are just putting the heat on me and it's not even on here yet. Um, this is I level did, one. So, Here's what happened, guys. If you guys don't know me, I used to work with a content creator named Graham Stefan, hmm. and uh, been doing that for about three years until we parted ways. And he's in the same space that you are, ironically. So hmm. that's how we met. Yep. And uh, then I made a video about being unemployed, and now I'm known as the unemployed guy. So how do you get a job with a YouTuber? Because you became Graham Stefan's video editor. How did that happen? Uh, yeah, great question. So. Do you want the short story or the long story? No, what well, your life was like beforehand, how you met him, the whole thing. You yeah. Want the whole thing. Yeah, like right. give us the rundown. All right, so before Graham, well, I had a company where I did photography, DJ, and photo booth for weddings. DJing? Yeah. Was, you DJ? Oh, I was a DJ. Wow. Yeah. And uh, funniest story, you know, that's back in my broke days. My current wife, Kelsey, which I was dating back then, okay. she gave me her entire life savings, which was like $2,500 as a loan to buy DJ equipment because I took on a contract Whoa. before I had all the stuff and I used all my money, but I still needed an extra like two grand. And so she believed in me so much. She gave me two grand of her own money, her entire life savings as a waiter to go and do this business. And then I paid her back uh, probably two weeks later when I got another wow. nice. That's when you knew you had to Real marry entrepreneur. A hundred percent. Yeah. The amount of times, you know, this woman has offered me her life savings before that and I didn't take it was crazy i almost got a job in chicago she's like do you need a deposit like yeah like and you know because we're broke right yeah and, and and how did you guys meet high school no way we met you in, guys are high school sweethearts uh, we didn't date in high school okay, okay. we met in chinese well, class uh because the, like the only other thing open was german okay and i didn't want to learn what was your opening line in english no, what? <laughs> she pus she pursued me. Oh, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. So in high school, she, anyway, we're going too far <laughs> off topic here. Let me let me let me ring us back Let's to get the back front. on track. So dude. she let me borrow money uh, when we were like dating a year in, paid it back, had this business, 
However, I then made the decision a couple years later to close my business and move uh, about two hours north in Milwaukee to uh, live with her because she was about to graduate college. And our initial thinking was, well, she's the one with the college degree. Who do you think is going to make more money off the bat? Oh, right? I didn't have, dad, yeah. yeah, I didn't have a college degree. So our thought was like, Kelsey's going to be the breadwinner. I'm going to make, I'm going to work. But, uh, you know, at the time I was making like, I think my job was like maybe 50 grand a year or something. What were you doing? Uh, That's at, the DJ business? No, at the time I was working. And photography? At the Better Business Bureau. Oh. oh. Huh. I didn't even know people worked there. Yeah, BBB. Yeah, Better <laughs> oh, Business sure. Bureau. All and I see is Putting those website. little stickers on their website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sending gifts out, like, yo, put this on here, I'll verify it. It costs money, you know? <laughs> but but he, I, I went into banking, uh, and I did that for several years, and I finally was able to make a decent amount of money. Okay. And not, Doing not, what exactly? Nothing crazy. Uh, so I was working on, like, I would reconcile accounts. Okay. And, like, do just back-end stuff. So really boring. Just, like, clerical stuff. I was in Excel. Yeah. yeah. Excel all day. And um, during this time, I was unhappy. Because I had sold my business, so I wasn't doing what I what I I didn't have like a side hustle anymore. I didn't have anything I loved. I was just working, waiting for my wife to or girlfriend at the time, waiting for her to graduate and find a job. And what happened was I started posting TikToks about oh. video and photography because I was a photographer, and some of them did really well. Like really well for me was like, you know, hundred K views or two hundred K. But still That's I was great. like, Yeah, for sure. I was like, Oh my gosh, like people care about this. And um like that giant lens you had. Then my giant lens, yeah. yeah. And then so He's got he's got one lens, it's like longer than your arm. I think that's what blew up. He he's like, How much does this zoom in? Yeah, I people bought, really wanted to see you that. You wanna know how invested I was in this? I paid like twenty eight almost three thousand dollars for this giant lens. What was it, like a seven fifty mil? Or? Uh it was a uh uh, two hundred to six hundred. Ooh, with, you a, can't with a two times extension. <laughs> oh, you guys know, I, you no, know. But I used the crop sensor. <laughs> okay. So I got that under yeah. zoom. Yeah. So, but anyway, I was so committed to this that you know I was working my ooh, I was working my boring banking job. Yeah. And I was spending all of my money like buying this lens just so I can make like a couple TikToks on it. Mm. And I was like, listen, gotta trust the process. <laughs> spend all my People money. People need to know about Looking this. Looking back, I I realized I didn't have to do that, but that's how committed I was in my head. You'd same with Andre, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And so because of that, I used our second bedroom in our apartment and I turned it into a studio because I was like trying to eliminate things in my life that would be excuses for me to film content. One of those is, oh, I don't really feel like setting up the cameras. I don't feel like doing this. Mm. But if you take the whole room and you set it up so that you just have to go in and press a button, you no longer have that excuse and you have to admit to yourself that you're lazy. Oh. Yeah, that's what I had to do to myself. Yeah, oh, you did the same I thing. I did the same thing. <clears throat> Is that the strategy to life? Dude, I, like, yeah, I yeah. have removed probably about half a dozen variables from camera gear, equipment, laptop, studio. Everything was set up. I was like, if I can't do it, then it's me. Yeah. It's, it's, I can't keep making it. Or you're not ready. You're not ready. So once we did that, uh, I was working one day. And it was like, you know, it was like a Thursday or Friday. I was about to clock out in 10 minutes. Saw Graham post on Instagram that he was hiring. Oh my gosh, this is really hot. Okay. So after I saw this, this post on Instagram from Graham, um, I thought to myself, wow, I'm really going to take a pay cut to come move to Vegas. What was the pay? Well, I, I oh Graham yeah he announced it on the video so it was public it was forty grand a year okay but all he wanted was assistant type work 
Yeah. And um, when you say assistant, what does that mean exactly? Like they just wanted somebody to like run some errands, answer some emails. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they described. And at the time, I think at the between the bank and then me taking photos, like for doing side gigs of photography that I would get here and there, I was probably making at the time probably about eighty five, eighty five k. So that's like, how many hours, how, how are your hours? Oh, uh, actually maybe a little less, maybe like 75 K. But still from 75 to 40, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. But I'll, but to be fair, 40 in Milwaukee, was it? Yeah. It's probably like 75 here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. So I lived in a city, right? So, yeah. Um, okay. So, oh my gosh, it's hot. Okay. Where was I? All right. You, you made a video for Graham. Oh yeah. Okay. So, right. So after I saw this post. There was something that compelled me to make a video because to apply, you had to make a video. Oh, okay. So I told my wife, our girlfriend at the time, hopped in the shower because I had just clocked out and I had to think of a video idea in my head. And Graham had this video where he tells people how to make 20 cent iced coffee. And I was like, I'm going to open it with me making coffee, but with the same exact coffee maker, same filter, everything to a tea. Jeez. And so I went to Kroger and buy all the stuff because I don't drink coffee. So I bought oh a coffee gosh. machine. Just for this video? Yeah. The same night. 19- even though you really didn't know if anyone was even going to watch it. No. And uh, I, while I'm showering, I'm like coming up with the idea in my head. And I post the video. Uh, well, sorry. I stay up till like three in the morning filming. Wake up at like six. Edit it and post it by eight Jeez. in the morning. But this is only possible because I had a studio set up. Mm. It was like the perfect. I was like, yeah. it was already set up. So after I fortune I, favors the prepared, right? Mm-hmm. So once I posted the video at like, uh, probably like eight or nine in the morning, within fifteen minutes or ten minutes, Graham saw the video. Wow! How do you know he saw it? Because he commented. Okay. And he called me. He Dude, was like, "What's your number?" Did that blow your mind? That absolutely blew my mind. <laughs> and I had already, I like, I, like I was unknown. Like, forget I, it. I went up to my it's wife like, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, I was like, ah, oh, Graham saw the video. And uh, I was like, all right, now I have to ask you before I talk to Graham, if I actually get this, are we actually moving to Vegas? And like, without hesitation, I was like, yeah. And I'm just like, how are we going to explain this to your mom? You know? Yeah. Which Graham flew me out to talk to him and and work with him. Like, like, you could call it like a trial run for a day or two. We got along Mm. so well, had so much fun. I ended up staying an extra day. I called in sick to work to do this. Some people commented on my video. They're like, Alex is dishonest because he called in sick to work to go work with Graham. <laughs> we can see him on the And internets. I'm like, guys, the corporations don't care about me. Like, it, what am I going to do? Oh, uh, there's a potential job opportunity. So I'm going to take the ne- next two days off last minute notice. And l- right. listen, if it's like a grant, like if I'm working with Graham, it's worth it. He would understand. No, no, no. Like I'm saying if I had a, oh, yeah, it was working yeah. with a small business, they'd understand a large corporation. Right. They don't they, care. They don't care. So anyway. After I came back, I got the offer, and uh, I literally put in my two weeks and had two weeks to pack my house into a truck and move out here. Wow. So did you talk to how many people sent him videos? They Did he choose yours over a lot of others? Yeah, there were a lot of people. And actually, one of the strategies some people used were they took all the... They went and reached out to the other people who didn't get hired, you know, because they were incredibly talented people, and mm-hmm. they hired them or gave them jobs. Oh. Yeah. So... That's how Andre found me? It was. Yeah, he saw my video submission to Graham. He's like, yeah, it looks like second rate. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> Take him. But 
You, you know, remind me of the guy in uh, Wolf of I, Wall Street when he's like, you show me a pay stub for $72,000 in a month and I'll come work for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Oh my God, it's hot. I'm sorry. Um, you know what? Some people did not want me to do that. Some Ooh. people in my family, like not my family, I guess my wife's family. Yeah, it's it's family. crazy risky. If you if you I, look I back about, at it, if you look, it's like think about it. We're not married. Quitting a corporate job, yes. taking a fifty percent pay cut to work for one guy who, if you don't have a good relationship with, you don't have the job, is a crazy risk. And you're stuck in a new city. Yeah, yeah. and so and you don't know anybody. New, yeah, you're stuck in a new city. I can are you like an intuition person? Did you just say like I've I've met Graham for a day or two and I now understand that this is the kind of person to build around? Or did you do you I, think it was kind of like you took a bad bet? And it no, just worked I think out? I just like I think I kind of believed in myself. I was like, okay. there's no way I'm going to move out here and there's not going to be a way to make more money. I was like, there's like, you know, I was like, there's no way. Yeah. You know, because it's the like what I did with my photo booth stuff. It's like I hired my family. And when they would bring me jobs, they made money. And it's like, you know, and when you're running a business and somebody's making you money, there's no reason to like not keep it going. Yeah. So, um, what was your day to day like? Like when you were editing and working for Graham at the beginning? Yes. So, uh, well, before we go into that, my, yeah, my, my wife's family was kind of hesitant about it because we're not married. My, think about it. Girlfriend is moving away from her entire family to be with this guy in Vegas who also took a pay cut. I just want to be like, that is crazy. But yeah, let's talk about the, the day-to-day stuff. Yeah, what did you do As for we Graham? go to level two. Day-to-day. Oh, oh you want to go to level two already? Oh, All right. We've never had the guests push us like this. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, we're going <laughs> to so turn it up. I am so hot right now. <laughs> Gosh, it's so hot. Oh, no, I feel it. It literally feels like I'm in an oven. <laughs> you literally asked for it. Yeah, but like, why do you like this? It's very said we like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Are there any health benefits to this? Oh, yeah, a ton. Are you sure they're not like the BS stuff? Because now people aren't saying there aren't as much health benefits to like cold plunges as people initially thought. Oh, I'm sure it's over-exaggerated. For sure. Oh, really? <laughs> I think so. What if in 10 years, it just like turns out filming the sauna this was like causes, the worst thing you could have ever done for cancer. your body? Yeah. Don't, don't say that. And then, and then Andre has a whole show about putting his guests in no, the sauna. No. How could, how could it not be? Haven't you heard toxins? Like, it feels like you're sweating out the toxins. I can already see the videos people make about me. Oh, the grifter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so hot. Oh yeah, you're, you're starting to sweat now. Squeegee this is it why up. This is why it smells Squeegee in here. Squeegee time. So, Alex, yeah. tell us, what was your day-to-day like? Yeah. Yeah, so when I first started, uh, it was just a lot of random stuff, just like getting back to Was eat. it ever like, do my laundry? I've never done oh. a lot of <laughs> okay, okay. So people- Have you a... ever been offended by a request? <laughs> massage my feet, no. Alex. Massa- <laughs> yes. never, he never asked you to massage his feet. Well, I can't. I would have. <laughs> I, I might have signed some- paperwork no i'm just kidding no i've never he said i hope you like feet and i was like what you know no there was okay when you rage quit your socks on the bed you're like take them back i never never did anything weird like people you know the weirdest thing i ever did was like clean up bailey's poop the dog yeah we got to clarify yeah it's it's an animal oh yeah it's a dog it's a dog yeah yeah yeah. no you know dog goes to the bathroom normally actually normally graham does it and the only reason he asked me to do it was because we had a contractor coming over that was going to work in the grass patch and he was gone. And mm. he's like, do you mind cleaning Bailey's? I was like, 
no. All right. And I was like, but normally he did it. So I don't want to, I don't want people to think that like surprisingly <laughs> he like, I would, if I had an assistant, I'd be like, yeah, can you, can you do that? <laughs> you know, after that, you know, then we started doing stuff like more vlogs. So I got to film more things, meet cool people. Um, but you got to a point where you were working like 12 hour days or something ridiculous, right? What? Didn't you say you, you were like staying up to like 5 a.m. editing and sometimes posting I think videos? He chooses oh, to do I'm that. sorry. I thought you said 12 hour weeks. I'm sorry. No, 12 yes. hours. Yeah, no, there editing, were yeah. no, there were days where I was working from like eight in the morning to like midnight. So you poured your heart people. into it. Poured my heart into it. My wife didn't see me for like a long time, like a very, very long time. And she can tell you, like, if you think I'm exaggerating, ask her because I think it hurt her more than me. Mm. Uh, but uh, I got to a point where Graham was like, "Dude, I think you're working too much." Really, Graham even said that. Graham told wow. me. Wow. And he's like, "I don't want you to." That's how you burn out. I don't want you to overwork yourself. And so. At uh, what point did you ask for a raise, if ever? Or was Graham just proactively going to give you one anyway? Um, the first time I got a raise, I think I asked for it maybe like maybe like three months in or six months in. Mm-hmm. And that was only because I started editing the podcast. and Yeah, you started editing Millennial Money as well. Yeah, yeah. So I worked for you technically, oh, wow. kind of. Sure. A third yeah yeah for a while oh, wow. so and you're doing main channel and the vlog no, channel so i didn't and do the, the main channel at the time oh he so i was doing the for that. i was doing the podcast gotcha you're working your way up to and the, the main vlog channel, channel. Mm, but the okay. vlog channel was running all of myself like filming editing all this stuff um jack would help me like revise it and stuff but the and then the podcast i was editing and um people may some may think that that doesn't sound like a lot but when you do <laughs> that just those two plus emails plus refunds yeah. on like courses and stuff like that sure that is like a double full-time job sure do you know this guy edits with a pedal with a pedal oh god you, <laughs> like that's how, embarrassing no but i'm saying like he's also efficient what, with what his is hours. a pedal in editing so i'm like driving a car over i bought there. like a like a programmable pedal is it like a mouse <laughs> But imagine him sitting at that no, desk. No, no, it's not a mouse. It's like a button. So and I programmed. It's like imagine the mouse. You're moving it with your leg, with I, your foot. Well, I programmed it. To, he probably is. There's four mice on screen. Double all, like, clicking every is really limb. hard with this. I gotta, well, I programmed you do that this with pedal your to cut. So because it was more efficient. Because then I could use my hand to move. Sure. And when I was in the spot, I would just tap my foot. Yeah. And then you're fat. You, you're faster. Because instead like, of pressing I think control, if an shift, says that, yeah, uh, you know, B or whatever. Oh, I see, I see. It was like I just programmed. So it was like a hotkey or like a shortcut. Yeah, but on my foot. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what you got to do. Oh, you want to edit that we fast? We could do a whole podcast on hotkeys, but we'll yeah. save that oh, for Oh my God, the, it's so hot. Save here. that for the Patreon. <laughs> Is it safe to be in here this long? I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you're not going to get safety <laughs> protocol from okay, us. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to hold out as much. I as think possible. there's a warning over there that says, <laughs> "Don't stay in here longer than ten minutes." So there you go. Yeah. And you decided to do a podcast in a sauna? <laughs> Door's What's right there, wrong bro, with whatever you? you want to go. Anyway. Yeah, so I mean, a, a quick I, I like I quickly just started taking on more things. Eventually took over the main channel, um started editing that and you know, just helping produce the podcast. Did millennial money. Uh, the way I made more money was like, you know, once I took on new things, we would like just talk about it. I was also getting percentages from like the vlog channel. Like oh, Graham was very. And that gen- was right off the bat. You had a percentage of. Yeah, it was the a sm- overall a smaller. Percentage. Was the vlog Based making on... money? Yeah. How much was it making? Uh, I don't know if I could say that. Can I? I have, you have my permission. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: we were making because I was getting sponsors. 
Okay. And I was filming the sponsor. So I turned So the not vlog... a percentage from the ad revenue, a percentage no, from both. the sponsorships you brought. Both. Which makes it. Oh, okay. So both. Because I was the one filming the sponsorship, writing the sponsorships, at everything. The only help I had was um, Jack kind of helped me revise it. But you then... guys eventually stopped doing the podcast. Yeah. So we realized, like, you know, you have to have a goal. And it's kind of hard when your attention is split amongst different things. So we really narrowed it down to, like, yeah, we could spend more time trying to get the podcast or the to get the vlog to to grow, sure. but it's like we could spend that same time and try to get the main channel to grow even more. Right, that's exactly. And right. So we yeah, stop. You know, you spread too thin. You guys know what it's like. We do because that's the reason we stopped doing millennial money. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. yeah. But you know what? We have to. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I was just preparing. You look like you wanted. No, no I haven't. Just do it. Just do it. Are you sure? Yeah. Because you can leave whenever you no, want. No, Remember, no, like you're no, not no, forced no, to be here. No, no. Oh, oh God! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a no. Good. That's hot. hot. You're like right there. I don't know how much longer I can. The door's right Sorry. there, bro. If you're ready to go. Yeah. Is yeah. my face like just drenched? Nah, it looks great. If you want to punk out and leave anytime, yeah, you'll, no, you'll be the ahead. first. The door's right there. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> oh Wait. God! I'm just kidding. Where's my squeegee? Okay, so then tell us about the rage quit. Wait, wait, wait. Where's oh, that? God, I don't oh, know. Oh, sorry. No, no, we need a squeegee. No, we don't. It's gone now. Oh. It's gone. <laughs> oh, it's gone. We got to focus on that sound. <laughs> I love that sound. You love that sound? Yeah, we should get that. <laughs> Doesn't it just remind you of your best memories? What? The sound of a squeegee? No. Doesn't take you guys back to the good times? What is that? What they did in like Norway? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. On on chalk. On, on the, on it the was go. a very uh, Scandinavian you know, you thing. You know what, guys? <laughs> it takes me back. It's like the way I was born. They check. How on many me more levels thing. are there to this? Uh, we kind of make them up as we go. Yeah, we got to Technically, officially, two more. Do you want? I want to have this conversation, but I think we should have it outside. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be the first. Okay. I'm tapping good. out. All right. Okay. Let's go to okay. the cool down. Yeah. Go to the cool down. Oh my god. All right. So it was way too hot in there. Yeah. Thank you for getting me out here. Thank it's you right. for getting us out of what there. Were we talk- what were we talking about? We're t- uh, where were we at in the story? <laughs> oh, I think I just ended up working on the main channel. Yeah. Now, one of the biggest struggles that I had was I had to convince Graham to, and we all did, not just me, Jack as well. We had to convince him to let go of the editing. Yes. And I think you struggle with this too. I do, yeah. Because, you know, he thought his editing was like the best in the world. Sure. And yeah. I think there's a time when you have to realize that somebody else could do it you know i'm not saying i'm better than him it's just you have to realize that somebody else could do it and do the same but i think what graham did right initially especially is he had his editors live with him essentially right i mean yeah i guess jack and i both kind of were there all the time yeah which helps a lot and i don't know if i want that or i I know that i need that initially oh because you got to pick up the whole thing to be an editor you. i I wasn't living there i was but i was there initially i was there like monday through friday every day yeah it was like a job job sure because we had to get it done. Yeah. And so... One hidden talent about you that I don't know if people know is that you're an amazing woodworker. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love woodworking. So you're like a wizard with making just frames Incredible. and and just... Yeah. I don't know. I just love making stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. You so, fixed my lightsaber, apparently. Or you're fixing it. Like, you're a tinker. I just don't have time. Yeah, that's so here's a, here's a side story. Uh, Alex and I actually went with our friend Mike to uh, Catalina Island on, on a... A little boat. sailing trip. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we get there, right? That first night, I'm so excited. I'm like, I can't wait to see this boat. This is going to be crazy. This is right after the storm. 
Yeah, after Hurricane Hillary. Yes. So we get to the boat, and the boat's fine, right? But like he's like, yeah, like underneath when you lift it up, there shouldn't be any water. I forgot about that. <laughs> no, no, and it it's was, full. No, it was the worse. thing sinking. <laughs> no, so he gets in. And you're like, it's fine. And immediately everybody's like, sinking looks slow. Everybody's like, smells kind of, kind of weird in here. Oh, and, musty because the water. Uh, chemically. <laughs> yeah. And like, so we yeah. open up this, this thing, uh, where you could see. So people don't know this, but like, there's a compartment at the bottom of the boat where water collects. And it gets emptied out, similar like a sump pump in your basement. Okay. Same thing in a boat. And it started smelling chemically. And we opened it up, and it was red. Yeah, it was like red water. I'm like, why is the water red, though? And, and, I, <laughs> and I was wine? like, oh, you guys must not know. Boating diesel is non-taxable, and they dye it red to distinguish it from green diesel, which is taxable. Oh, so I that, did not know that. I would have never so known that. So you know yeah. how diesel here, they have the green pumps? Yeah, yes. yeah. Same it's thing. green because it's taxed. Why is red not taxed? If or you why put red diesel tell. in your cargo truck, let's say you're driving a semi, yes. and somebody sees that and the diesel is red, then you're evading taxes on your diesel. Who, evade taxes. who would ever do that? The diesel tax guy. Could you actually dye a green diesel into red? Is that like possible? No, that I don't is think literally against the law. Well, no, but is it possible chemically? Well, uh, <laughs> nobody would do it because they would just go buy boating diesel and put it in their thing. So right. there's no purpose to do it. Got it. But okay. I think you'd spend more money trying to figure that out. On this episode point, of Money Laundering. Point, point being, <laughs> there was diesel at the bottom of the boat. There was diesel on the bottom of the boat. And I'm like, is that normal? And they're like, no, this is not normal for sure. And you being the tinkerer that you are, you're just like, all right, let's just open this up and start finding the leak. And eventually... Like Corey and I actually had to leave because this was like, I was like past one in midnight, the morning, yeah. and we were exhausted. And we're like, I guess we should we should sail tomorrow. So we maybe took, if we stayed we at a hotel. Yeah, if you guys can even and fix you it. stayed up to do it. Oh yeah, yeah I stayed. I'm up. not gonna lie. I was like, I don't think they're gonna fix it. Like. I, I gotta admit, that's like one of the best qualities you have, I think, is that when you get focused on something, your focus is immense. Like the rest of the world so is gone. We gotta t- we gotta talk about that. So, I went my entire life being that person. Um, and my parents would be like, you need to calm down. I would break things. I would take apart things that were dangerous. I would take apart like microwaves and all this thing, which have like <laughs> oh, capacitors that hold charge that could literally like fry you. Right. And I've always taken stuff apart and used like the components. And it's more than just that. I'm, I have an addictive personality. I dive into things so easily and I never understood it until recently. I, I was diagnosed with ADHD. Mm. And then oh, it all Jesus made Christ. sense. Yeah. Everything made sense. And then they gave, and then it got so bad. It, it got so bad that when I was editing Graham's video, I would only be able to edit for 20 minutes. And then I'd need like a 10 minute break because my mind was just like, like all over the place. But then how do you explain all this woodwork and like tinkering for my, hours? My mind loved it. Cause yeah. it, cause all the little things it was jumping to were all in, yes. contained in that project. Yes. And it loved editing at first. Until I, 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 I oh, until you got good at it, probably, yes. and then all of a sudden it couldn't yes. be and, fulfilled and so with all the. That's when I was like, I jumping. don't think this is normal. Like, and at the time mm-hmm. I wasn't being overworked. Like I was working, you know, normal forty hours. Yeah. you know, could not do it. And so I, I, I talked to a few doctors, and eventually I got diagnosed, and I, I got medicated, and it absolutely changed my life. Like now, what do you, what, what do you do better? Like how does work. it help? I can focus on work. Without taking breaks. Without taking as many what? breaks, yeah. So, as many breaks. So it's a totally reverse. Do you know, like, I got diagnosed with ADHD around, mm. co- like, right when I got done with college. And then I became a programmer and I used it because it was so focused. 
and then I've been off it for a number of years now, and it's like, yeah, I'm back to that jumpiness. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's so such a crazy. Sometimes your brain can't con- like you right now. You're yeah. obsessed with YouTube, but who's to say in one year you're gonna have the same obsession? But no, but you're right. There's a different type. Like I gotta find a job that fits me. Yeah, ADD, like and which so this does, I was luckily. very hesitant at first because I got prescribed Ritalin, mm, and it could Adderall be, for me. Yeah, it could be addictive, supposedly. I don't know, but I tried it and Bro, I got off, when I got off Adderall after 10 years, it was the worst like nine months of my life. I felt really? so, it felt so bad. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be the I same I don't know you, if I can, like, like, it just makes so much sense. And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that stuff. Yeah. You know? I feel like I've had something my whole life hmm. too, but I, I, I've, I've never diagnosed yeah anything. my parents were too they told my parents when i was in uh, high school that i should probably go see a psychiatrist right because i would never be able to pay attention in class yeah, right. me too, man. and what i also you? you want to know the funniest part russians don't believe I, in psych yeah so do hispanics <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's not a thing. they're like you just need to try harder yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like i would put in i would sit through these classes and i would comprehensively i would understand the stuff that we're talking about more than like half the students there. Mm. But then when I take a test, just wasn't there for I you. I can't, I understand it. So if somebody asked me like, Oh, like, yeah, like if you do this and I'm like, no, no, it doesn't work that way because blah, blah, blah. But then when somebody asks you on a test and I have to read it and I have to sit there and be like, be like, all right. So, you know, like when it's factual, like it's too factual. Yes. I just, like my brain just like it doesn't work yeah because it's not interested in it so it when, doesn't retain yes it. yes it doesn't yeah. retain so it. i would the, never be able to get through the tests yeah. so ha- when they call like the last 10 minutes i would just go and i would just bubble in c's <laughs> well you just got to get it done so i'm gonna pattern well, because yeah did otherwise you, I when you know. went to the psychologist did they give you uh that like the redundancy test the square they gave me some the square blink- the blinking test oh what's yours you describe yours, then I'll explain mine. Okay, so mine had like they were like puzzles, like uh, um, like puzzle pieces and cubes, and and they were measuring how well you could focus on putting them together. I, I don't know. I was so boring, dude. Mine was this screen for ninety minutes <laughs> that only one square <laughs> blinks on, and you have to press a button. So one button in my hand, like a buzzer, like Jeopardy uh-huh. style, and when you see the square, you press it. That's it. Sh- like. For 90 minutes. And I just wait for that thing. It like pops up. I press it. It pops up. It presses. And then I'm done. And they're like, you need some drugs. I'm they, like, oh, they, no, really? they also, well, I was they, like, who does this right? This looks like, this is like, no, the that's worst. terrible. No, they asked me about my, like my childhood. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to speak to like my sister and ask them about my tendencies. Mm. And yeah, well, I was an only child. So I didn't have to go through that. Oh, it took me like, I think like I, I wasn't trying to get prescriptions, uh, but they didn't prescribe me till like the fourth visit. Why, all do you, I, why do you think you have something? I all feel like I know, you're all put uh, together, right? Because I think all creative people have that same problem. Hmm. Um, we're, we're hyper-focused on things that we are very interested in. And I noticed this about myself, too. Uh, in school, I would have a hard time retaining information because I didn't find it interesting. Yeah. But the things that I did, I would pick up on them so fast that I excelled at them. Yeah. And I have the same focus problems. I just I just didn't know it was... Maybe I'll I thought sl- everybody was like that. Slide you, it does kind of feel like you fidget with your cards. Oh, I don't know how to describe sure. it. Like oh, whenever we're at parties and he's like... Oh, that's funny. I was also into magic when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, because like... Think of it as like fidgeting, but with practice. No, I'm being serious. I get that, yeah. 100%. Did you get good? Oh, yeah, because you can't get good at a fidget spinner. I mean... Well, you can get pretty good. You know, I did all right for myself. I mean, I used it because at the time I was like... 15 to 17 or something or 15 to 18 19 
I did it because I was nervous to talk to people. Oh, okay. And I used magic mm-hmm. as like, I saw people doing it on YouTube to go like at talk the mall. Talk to girls? Yeah, talk to girls. That's why right. a lot of dudes get into and, magic for that. And, and so I got into I it. I totally never did that for that. Immediately, <laughs> it was so much easier to it's talk to girls. It is. So I'd go it's around the mall. Definitely a social crutch. I got it's so easy so to many, talk to people. Yeah, I yeah. got so many interactions that I would have never had. That hadn't yes. been for magic. It helps mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, and then once I like okay. kind of started my business, it's like kind of got put on the back end. The only thing I feel like I would get diagnosed with is that we're both colorblind. Dylan. Yeah, we're due to Renault. Oh, I'm not colorblind. We're dude, worse. you're dude. What's it like? What's green and red like? Full spectrum. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> green and red. Dude or no- Are you guys actually colorblind? Yeah, we're both yes. due to Renault. Yeah. How did you find Which, out? Uh, because when I take the test, I can't see certain numbers in that color bubble. People are like, that's clearly a three. I'm like, I don't oh, see you a really number. Oh, you've never seen that one? I don't yeah. see it. Yeah. Wow. Red and greens. Um, it's not like I don't see red you and gotta green. You got to do the... They're like, what number's here? And I'm like, there's no the number. You got to do the Logan Paul glasses. <laughs> like, he does it. He's, he's like, he's like, oh my God. <gasps> he's a dude or an up too? <laughs> you know, like... He's just you know so what, though? That was a classic. Cry? That was a classic video. <laughs> Logan, if you're watching this, respect. That was so funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm is it that beautiful? You think we'd cry if we saw the red green spectrum full? No. You, uh, we, you we see, see it. We see you it. see it's it. Just, it's just, just different. Just, yeah. It's it's just not as like saturated. Like the way you see a sound. It's almost like, like not as. When we see it, it's like you turn the saturation knob down to like 75%. But it's enough to blend with certain colors to where That's it seems to it, like. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think that that would be like. Like it would be like big it'd be like when you put on glasses when everything's yes. blurry yes. and then finally you go and you get a prescription oh, i think that's even more of a difference and you're like well yeah because yeah, this makes a huge Dude. difference so but people aren't like crying i don't know i want to i want to cry try those glasses the only thing that makes me cry is, is these flies everywhere would you yeah. bet how much would you bet i'd i'd cry i should put it like put it on the bed are you so- are you a soft-hearted person oh my god for colors colors for i've colors? never seen <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, has, Have you has, ever dreamed of being a mantis? Has your girlfriend ever made you cry? No, I probably wouldn't cry. I'm yeah. not. I don't cry. You're so much. heartless. But have you? Um, have you? Have, what do you guys do? Have an opinion on the mantis shrimp? The With, mantis shrimp? Yeah. Oh, I have all the, the opinions shrimp. on the mantis shrimp. <laughs> well, because it's. I'm got, so glad you asked. <laughs> because it's, you know, because it can see more colors than humans. Oh, I thought I it was. Know that. Oh, you guys never seen the eyes of uh, a mantis? Yeah, I did. No. I thought it was because oh. Logan Paul wants a mantis shrimp. Yeah, he did. No, no, we're all on different pages. How do we know that? Why do we know that? I followed Logan so much. Why do we both know that? I, that's a, such a useless fact to know. Because there was like a, a whole thing with like supposedly Mike gave him a mantis shrimp, but it was the but it wasn't one. the peacock mantis shrimp. Yeah, right. And then they had some drama going. Like oh, they never really not, talked not, about not, it, but I guess that really like they got. I think he kind of thought that Logan was a little ungrateful, right. and mm. I think there was some drama there. But yeah, that's the punching one, right? The one yes. that like punches and it's like faster than a bullet. But he didn't give him an alpha. Or the, um, the I, I think there's a peacock mantis shrimp mm. that's like yeah. rainbow colored, and then there's a mantis shrimp. Oh, I was shrimp seeing peacock like it showed that, off. That's like others. it's, it's got more feathers. brown. It's more brown. <laughs> what kind of shrimp is this? And you, the color. <laughs> <laughs> Can you eat it? That would be the most expensive shrimp you've right? ever eaten. Right? Because aren't they like hundreds? Of I don't dollars? know how much they cost, but like not as much as like a normal shrimp. Yeah, sure. We I get to told you that. That's like well, because <laughs> I have a cleaner shrimp in my fish tank. You have a cleaner shrimp. Yeah, I have how a big are they? Like tiny. It's pretty small. But Did it's Graham like, inspire you to get your own fish tank? Uh, when I was younger, my brother had a fish tank. What is up with people in fish tanks? It's amazing. Mm. Well, we're like rich people in fish tanks. Not I'm not tank. rich. <laughs> you got a fish tank. Seems like you are. I'm not rich. Seems like you're about to be. <laughs> That's part of how it works. You get a fish tank no, first, money comes I'm not next. Rich. Yeah, but you're about to be. No, I'm not about to be rich. All right, I all right. wish. All right, all right. I think you're. I, I think, think you're you got some news good. you want to tell us. Yeah, big news. Real quick. So when we talked about the attention thing, one cool thing is like, 
people might ask like oh like clearly you only are interested in like things that you really like right how the heck did you get into finance like why did i start watching graham's videos my parents had terrible finances growing up i was like nine or eight they would hand me a letter from the irs and be like here you go son translate this and i'm like it says you owe like fifty thousand dollars <laughs> and they're like how and i'm like i'm not the irs i don't know <laughs> read it all all the fine print You're and like, so Dang like it. i never understood like like and then my mom was like oh, so not like how do i set up my 401k hmm. and i was like i don't even know what that is and so like once I started getting like a job and like when I was like 16 making money, I started and I was like, what is this? And like, and then that's what prompted me to go on YouTube finance to learn basic finance skills that I have never had in my life. And I think it's just so important. I really liked working with yeah. Graham because we were able to teach people just the basics of like having a budget and you know, what's a Roth IRA? What's a 401k? what are the best credit cards for beginners and like it changed my life and i really just wanted to continue to do that for other people and um that's why i loved something so boring that's why i worked at a bank because at that time i was so into the finance stuff and i would see people working as a so before i was at, at I, I worked at two different banks when i was at the first bank as a customer service person i would see people who had incomes of like 20k a month and they had zero in their bank account they were blowing it all and oh, I never, I never it, thought about how weird that a bank teller sees bank accounts and then people yes. all day long. What a weird association and, and to be like, this is what people look like who have this much money. So meanwhile, I'm making like $17 an hour and I'm like, holy crap, I have more money in my account than this guy who makes $20,000 a month. What was the biggest takeaway that you learned from Graham as far as investing? Like, was there anything you learned that, that you feel like you apply to this day? Was it like, as far as like what you put your money into or any um, habits? I think the, well, investing or just finance? Just anything. Uh, okay, so there's two things. So one, like it's not overnight. And everybody I think online thinks that it's just like, and I hate to totally. give the boring answer, right. but I'll give you another one, which is the more practical answer. I'm very much like Graham where I'm like averse to like risk now that I'm older. When I was 18 and I starting, started my wedding company, I maxed out all my credit cards. I took on probably $20,000 in debt and it paid off. But nowadays I don't know if I would do the same. Well, 20 grand maybe, but like, you know, proportionally to what I'm making now. Right. I think that even 20 grand, honestly, I probably wouldn't do because I, 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 there's a difference to like starting this podcast and then buying gear as you go. Um, I had a friend asking me one time, I really want to be a photographer. Do you think I should take out debt? to buy my gear and I said no mm. because I think some people are so risk taking but that's also it also works against me because I'm fearful of certain risks not stock market investing but like taking a leap of faith to do something that I want to do or are you afraid more of failing or of succeeding I don't know I think failing really I, I feel like so. a lot of people are afraid of succeeding why would I be afraid of succeeding? Because how you suffer and the problems that you face change and people are comfortable with what they're familiar with, which is how they suffer. Sometimes most of their that's lives. like a really subconscious question too. Like sometimes you're not even aware that you're scared of yeah. success or failure and the way that you kind of consciously well, think so. 
well, let's, it's more in let, the actions you take. Which is interesting because now that you've quit, the reason that I asked. So let's talk about the video because we yes, haven't mentioned that. The right? reason that I asked this is because every time oh, I no. talk to you about what you could oh, be doing. Pursue and the money or the passion. Oh, we can talk about this, yes. but you're getting a lot of offers from other creators to work for them. And my biggest advice to you has always been like, do your thing, like prioritize your stuff. And I feel like deep down, we all know, all your friends, including you, know that if you did your own YouTube thing, you would do really well. But yet you're always prioritizing and you're so happy about like all the offers that you're getting. And I'm like, dude, you could make like let me, okay. 10 times but that. Let me explain to you why. So let me catch people up real quick. After I left Graham or Graham fired, whatever you want to call it. After we split. Rage quit. After I rage quit Graham, <laughs> he, um, I put out a video. After a week or so of, of taking time to think about stuff, put out a video. I titled it, I'm unemployed, dot, 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 now what? When I made this video, Blue I purposely up. did not want to, like, I didn't want to mention Graham. I didn't want to put him in the title. I thought it was, like, I hate those videos where they're, like, exposing, you know, whatever. And so I'm just, like, I just want to make a good storytelling video about what happened in my life. And hopefully people care. And I just want to update, like, the people that followed me for my journey just to let them know what's going on to my surprise that blew up and it got like 300 something thousand views and i started getting offers from creators but also i launched consulting and started making money that way it was successful but the thing that is stopping me from doing that is now i face another challenge of my audience wants me to make videos on growing on youtube they want me to do all this me Sure, I think it's a fun, but like not long term. I think the fun thing for me is like building cool stuff and like a maker, just, just showing my life. And that goes against like if, if I did my own thing, I would care too much about making money to for me to survive and live the life that I want to live. So to me, it's easier to take on a job that I'm also passionate about, by the way. So I don't it's not like I hate the job, but the job provides me monetary monetary security or whatever so that i doesn't influence my content mm -hmm. and then maybe one day it'll be to the point where i'm doing my content that i want to do and making money so your view is right. that you can basically be max yourself in creativity as long as you have this base sort of taking care of the responsibilities yeah, because if i don't have money coming in to take care of that stuff then i'm going oh. to start thinking about my channel differently and, and then you're going to be making decisions it's going to influence money. me because it's like how the vlog what happened with the vlog channel we started it for fun then it started off as a business and I started making money off of percentages. And I was like, what's oh, going to yeah. get the we most We should be vlogging views? going through restoration hardware instead right. of vlogging and so through then like, it's the like, backyard. Uh, then it's like, you know, that's not the point of the channel. And I don't want to do that to myself. Um, but what I did promise people on my channel was no matter what I do, like what job I take, I'm going to be making content like myself. Right. And the last three weeks I've been traveling, visiting people. So I haven't had time to, to post, but I'm working. I'm going to post soon. Uh, but yeah. So no matter what I do, <clears throat> I'm going to be posting what I want to post. Right. And it, that one week that might be YouTube tips, but the next week it might be woodworking. Sure. And we'll see how it goes. That's and great. And also in the long run, you're teaching the algorithm, the actual people who want to be there with you for your life and your yeah, story. That, those are the people I want, you know? Yeah. I, there was people who commented like, I don't even know who you are. I don't know who Graham is, but I'm following along to see what happens. That's and cool. I'm just like, dude, yeah. you know how cool that is? Yeah, that's really cool. People 
found you through the algorithm just recommending it to I got you. recognized at the airport three times as the Whoa. unemployed guy that's on my trip yeah <laughs> oh, I thought that was just the joke we were how do people come up beginning? to you like, are you that guy that's they're unemployed? like do I know you from somewhere and <laughs> then you been they're fired like, recently no 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 <laughs> I swear I've seen no you. and then they're like they're like like do you work with like blank and I'm like I don't know who that is like, you know because I don't want to like sure. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and then I'm like YouTube they're like yeah and I'm like an employee guy yeah right. <laughs> I'm like, nice. Oh, so three cool. people recognized you, but you had to coax them into it a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Well, actually, one guy recognized me right away because he really was a yeah. fan of Grams. Okay. Yeah. The other two didn't. So what's I feel like that's how I'd be. Are what? you looking at me? Do you recognize me from YouTube? No, I don't know you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so what's your next step? So my next step is to I'm gonna take a job in YouTube. Okay. Not sure exactly what yet. Um, and to start making my content. And I'm going to do that for a little bit till I find, you know, my new path. What advice do you have for someone who wants to do the same, who wants to do videos for cool projects or YouTube? Just start making videos. Okay. Because if you think about how I started, the only reason I got the opportunity that I got was because I started making videos. Hmm. And when the time, there's always luck to success. And we talk about this all the time, but this is true. The fact that I saw the post, when I saw the post that Graham was looking for somebody, the fact that I had been making videos that allowed me to have everything set up to, to allow me to do it. Who knows if I didn't have that set up in my studio, what if I was like lazy that day? I'm like, oh, I've got to set up my equipment. Or what if I posted it a week in instead of being one of the first people to post? Right. Mm. You know, then I lose my competitive advantage. So my best tip for people is like, they're always like, what should I buy? And I'm like, you got an iPhone? The only thing you should buy is a microphone. Because bad people can't handle bad audio, but they can handle bad video. Yeah. So buy a microphone and go make videos. Cool. And there's going to be a time and a place where the skills that you've gained meet luck and an opportunity that presents itself, and you're going to be able to capitalize on it. Yeah. And then mm. as far as investing advice, do you have anything to pass on to people Me? that you've learned from I'm Graham not a, a financial advisor. Come on, guru. <sighs> Drop what the course. What do you got? What right. you got? Yeah. You edited there is course. one thing that I think a lot of people miss. And I know because I was in the exact same position. Are you going to become a millionaire making 40 grand a year, investing in the S&P 500, like everything that you have? Yeah. But how long is that going to take you? Sure. 40 years. And then when you're 40, you're going to live off of a salary that's what? If you save up a million bucks, 50K a year, 40 5k a year by the time we get there inflation it's done nothing instead of investing in that invest in yourself because i did that and that's how i was able to make more returns than i have ever had in my life i've like it's going to sound weird but like i bought the camera like that i started with i pay, i saved up cash bought it learned how to use it and i built up these skills that one day i was like you know what i will max out my credit cards and learn how to do wedding stuff and it paid off and it can be as simple as like getting a certification in something like if you're working a, a low-paying minimum wage job save up a thousand bucks and maybe go get certified to do something like one of the easiest things like my mom did my mom doesn't make much money but one of the things she did was she got like food and beverage certified to be able to like like cook or something and she okay. worked at a high school. And I mean, that's not much, but it's a start for somebody who doesn't know English. And it's an investment in her skills. Yeah, and learn her how to get uh, certified in being a, what is it, 
uh, like a trade skill. The, the the person who takes blood. Oh, know, phlebotomist. Phlebotomist. Learn how to do that. Invest in. You want to cut hair? Be a barber. Like the amount of money I think that you're going to invest doing that, and the skills that you'll learn are worth more than you investing in any stock or index fund or whatever making if you're making like under 40 or 50k a year yeah i and would agree yeah yeah and i don't mean to be the guru who's like get out there and work what, what about the dichotomy of like life success comes from like who you know versus what you know where do you fall on that spectrum i think it's both 50 50 uh oh my gosh you want me to break it down yeah break it down i think it's probably 70 percent what you know 30 percent percent. But the thing is, if you work on the 70% of what you know, you'll meet the who you know. The people will find you almost. Yes, yeah, because you'll be you the skill. Yeah. I saw, okay, Ben Shapiro went on the iced coffee hour. Okay? Yeah, how's that like? And I don't care. I wasn't there. Oh. I was fired. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I met this business owner in Florida and he was like, oh, this is my COO. This is my direct, uh, creative director, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, how'd you meet? How'd you meet? It's like, oh, uh, we went to the same Christian summer camp. Oh, we went to the same church, all this stuff. Ben Shapiro said something on the iced coffee hour that's like, if you go to church, you'll become rich. And I was like, what? What does he mean? And what he said was, if you congregate in a place where people mm. from different classes are in the same space, you the, the really poor are there and the really rich are there. And you don't need church. He just used church as an example. It could be showing up to play a sport at a, at a group. It could be like if you like to sing, getting together with a local singing group, something that people who are really rich and really poor share mm -hmm. that you can do, whether that's faith, whether that's a hobby. Uh, that's I'm not, where you can prove your character to people. Yes, to, you could prove your character to people and gain trust yeah. because most of us, like, we don't know who we are when we're walking on the streets, but you spend a couple of days with somebody and you really yeah. get to know them. And you don't know who you bump into. I mean, the more rich people I, I meet, the more they just dress you'd never know who the rich person is in the room <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say yeah and half the time it's not the guy <laughs> with like the crazy watch on right so for me that's what magic did to me in cardistry i met so many people that were insanely oh, wow. wealthy from yeah, wealthy backgrounds because their their parents were wealthy because it makes sense if you're a dj or if you're someone else your parents should be like yeah go do that hobby that's totally fine Whereas the middle class would be more like, oh, go to school and become a doctor or whatever. But the arts, the performing arts especially. You have, to have it's, money to ride out the, the waves. Yeah, mm. it's incredible. And through magic and cardistry, I met so many, ironically, cinematographers and Hollywood directors. What? Because, in magic? Yeah, in magic. Because that's what movie making is. It's literally magic for the silver screen. It's just a different medium. How did you meet the now you can them, see me people? Well, a lot of them, uh, they used to watch my videos. They, would, they were customers and bought the tutorials that I was making for the cardistry. Crazy. And so their kids were also into magic and cardistry and they were like, oh, like my kid watches you, like come consult on the movie. Wow. And it was a surreal experience. But a lot of the directors themselves have been in magic at some point or another. I didn't realize the similarity between you two both making videos that you're passionate about and then people finding you. That's yeah. really interesting. Because I feel like ultimately really what it is, if you boil it down to its like essence, I think it's storytelling. Yeah. And I think that we, as human mm. beings, love to tell stories, and I think we love to listen to good stories. Yeah, 100%. And I think anything can be a good story, whether it's money or making robots or whatever it is. Yeah, and that's why, like, can if we, you look at the video I posted, there is nothing in that video that, like, I'm not giving you 
like information. I'm not giving you value. Yeah. The only thing that I'm doing in that video is telling my story yes. and trying to do it in the most effective way possible. And also, I'm not going to say who, but like the video was five minutes. Somebody asked me, well, why, is it, why wasn't it eight minutes? And I was like, because I was able to tell the story in five. In five. That it's crazy because you guys are both great storytellers and you have had so much success on YouTube. And I feel like that's something I struggle with and that I've struggled on YouTube I wouldn't say YouTube so much too. success. I've only had two videos that have done well. But, you're, but you are a natural storyteller. I mean, you're charismatic and you're a good, you're just a good storyteller. If you look back to my first YouTube video, and I think this is the same for all of us, I was so awkward. And I purposefully don't take that video down mm. because it, it's like such a good story to go back and see that and be like, Literally, this was me. <laughs> I'm Alex, and today I'm going to tell you how to store your files. And then I talk about, like, NASs and But if you're storage. doing wedding photography... Did I show you this? No, I don't think it's I've It's the most this. boring video that I've ever made in my life, and it was my first video, and I was so proud of it. It took me... It's like a two-minute long video, and it took me like an hour and a half to film. Wow. So I suspect the wedding, though, might have been part of it, because, like, to be a DJ and a photographer at a wedding is the story of love. You know, Dude, you have to make I took the, on you know, romance uh, is a story. Let me tell you this. I took I was a wedding photographer and then a couple asked me, do you do DJ or does your company do DJ? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I do Kelsey, DJing. we're adding two grand. Well, he, no, he, well, he, here's the thing. I, I was DJing in my bedroom for fun. Like, but this is different than wedding DJing. Right. I was like the oh, I like to mix songs together. Wedding DJ is completely a different story. But I saw this as an avenue to make money. And I was confident in my skills as a normal DJ to be able to do this. Right. So I took the contract, charged way under what I should have charged, by the way. My girlfriend gave me a $2,000 loan. And for the next six months, I was practicing in my parents' house on a microphone. And I was, like, awesome. I was like, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Mr. and Mrs. Andre Jick. <laughs> and like, really cool. you know, it, and, and I would watch DJs online yeah. and like their, what tools they use to get the crowd Pumped. That's crazy. And like, it, there's a whole science behind it. No, I believe it. Like, so w earlier today, I asked Andre, "What's BRICS?" It's like some. I was like, "I think it's a financial thing or a government thing or something." But instead of just saying it, he described it as there's these two world the world is splitting into two and one is what? like a unification of all these countries and they'll have their own ecosystem oh, for gold you mean and the currency bricks yeah, oh like, yeah but but it's I like you it's meant like, like you move into the, bricks but the but hood. after like one minute of him explaining it to me i was like there's a war the world you has know been what, split in the, half you know i gotta the, choose my side do you know what the other bricks <laughs> it's like, are bro it's just like <laughs> what do you know what, what the other bricks are what no lego no like if somebody's moving bricks mm-hmm You've never heard that, Dylan? Of course not. No. What do you mean? Bricks? You guys like, don't know what bricks are? Like red bricks for a... Wow, a, this is a, how I money? know. I'm from like a bad Bricks place. of money, yeah. What? Like money or what? No, like like your homie's going to move two bricks. Oh, oh drugs? Jesus. Oh, yeah. a brick of cocaine. Yeah, oh, you sorry, guys know yeah, bricks. Yeah, a yeah, brick yeah. of cocaine. Yeah. That's what I thought I, you I don't know of them, but I know of it. <laughs> I've I guess, never held yeah. one, yeah, but I've seen movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that that's what you asked him, and I was like, Andre knows what bricks are. No, I was thinking, yeah. Well, see, that's what I mean. I did. I was like, he was gonna put it in his thumbnail. I was like, nobody. What kind knows of vlogs are you guys is. making? Yeah. You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, have you ever held a brick of cocaine in your hand? Man, no. Oh let's my get, gosh, get I, off this where did this conversation go to? <laughs> no, it's it's interesting that you say like your first YouTube video was bad, but my first YouTube video, I would, I, I know it's. I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm not awkward. But my first videos like the magic are videos. online and they're on the internet. and They're not on YouTube, but Can they're in the magic space. This? Yeah, it's like right after high school. Are you talking? Yes, I'm <gasps> talking in it. And I'm so awkward because I've never been on camera. I was 19 years old. Mm. So I've been on the internet since I was 19, which is insane That's looking back at it. 
you know what that's you got so much experience starting so young right i i i tell people like i was i was i was like destined to to make youtube videos one day yeah and i was like whether or not graham hired me i would have figured out what i know now but it might have taken me you know six seven eight nine ten years i feel like working with graham just accelerated the process absolutely and so it's also the same thing when starting young because if you can mess up when you're young yes. like 16 and like you don't care like i feel right. like you care at the time but then you realize like i would have rather gotten that done with by the time i was like 18 yeah not to mention mm -hmm. you experiment and you're so much more tolerant and you just get into crazy stuff you learn quicker also when you're younger i was always afraid of like oh this is a good one for the audience I was always afraid working at my bank job that somebody was going to find my videos and be like, why are you making YouTube videos, blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking about storage and NASs. Yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of people have the same hesitations. I'm telling you right now, your job has absolutely, they no. give zero they Fs. They don't care. That don't you are watch. making YouTube <laughs> videos care. as long as you're not like promoting crazy sure. stuff. Like, so do it. Yes. Yeah. What? What YouTuber do you think has the cringiest original video? Like has grown the most in your view? You want me to call out the cringiest? Okay, I'll do it. That's me. I'll, I'll do it. Have you have you, you seen the very first video from Linus Tech Tips? Oh my god! Oh, I he's love like, that video. <laughs> it's just like he's just grown so much. Like you're so proud. Mr. Beast has some good ones too. But I also like. like uh, have you seen Marquez's Brownlee's first video? Yes, when oh. he's that little kid. Yeah, that was so cute. Oh really? Oh, yeah, he's like that one out. he's like twelve or thirteen. And Is it a toy? He's like, I got a toy. It's just so great. I love that guy. Yeah, no, he's Marcus great. I, it's I fun. It's fun time. to see how the great creators have grown. Casey Neistat and just like all of the earliest videos they oh, made. So that was know? the thing. I was on YouTube from the beginning. How you were you on YouTube early too? No, no, I wasn't doing YouTube early. No, were you on it? Yeah, yeah. Since like oh eight or oh seven. YouTube was a whole different era. Like, there's so many people who came up who like their methods would no longer work today. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's just crazy. I just and, read, yeah, I just read a book. And I kicked myself because I think everybody does this. I'm like, I could have started posting back then. Everybody, it's, it's like their bit, it. it's like their Bitcoin story. But I had fifteen hundred bitcoins on my. But you weren't ready, hard drive. right? You weren't ready for whatever reason. You weren't ready. It wasn't your time. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Not yet. And so, who knows? Maybe if you started back then, you wouldn't be where you are now. So I keep, when I see you guys, I keep thinking like, oh, I wish I would have started before the pandemic. I feel like that's Dude, when I haven't even started. I, like I just started. Blew up. I don't know what you're talking about. It's the only never thing too I did late. before this yeah. was post photography tutorials. I think the ultimate lesson is that it's never too late. Yeah. You believe that time, too, Alex? You think it's too yeah, late? Yeah. People always say like, I wish I started, but now it's oversaturated. I'm like, no, no. there's more competition. But, but it's still doable. Yeah, it's still doable. It's, it's like still, but, you'll still regret it. But you have to like you don't. like what sets you apart. I had a conversation with Andre. Andre, I'm sorry, I'm gonna bring this up, but Andre's like Alex, because I was like Andre, should I make woodworking videos? Should I make videos about videography? And Andre was like Alex, I'm not trying to be mean, but there are like thousands of people that are better at you than videography. And I was like, yeah, but they're not me. Every industry has its time in the spotlight. Yes. And I feel like the vlogging and like the Peter McKinnon style stuff, which he was like the king of, happened. And I think your skills are so much more encompassing than just video production that it would be a shame to box you into just mm. how to make videos. Oh, you mean you mean like you were trying to tell me to just focus on storytelling? Yes. And whatever it is. And, and using all of the tools that you're good at, which are so many, 
I think you would be I get that, way yeah. more ahead. But but I still think <laughs> yeah. my point is true to people who are watching of like yeah. you don't have to be the best at everything. And I no, look and don't. I show Andre as an example. That's why I started finance. He's not yeah. That's why he's I started not the investing. best at finance. I, like, yeah. I don't have the most. But the money. way you explain things Andre was at Jen's birthday before he started doing finance YouTube, or at least like in the very first few videos where it didn't seem like it was gonna blow up. And I remember thinking this what loser. an idiot. I still <laughs> <laughs> this unemployed loser. No, I like I guess I would say I doubt like I never thought, wow he's he's not good at this or he'll for sure fail but i just thought the competition <laughs> i was like the competition you, didn't, you yeah. didn't think much of me i got you i just i just, I just thought like oh i think how's he, he gonna flourish i thought naive. So many, no, i just thought yeah. naive i was like i was like it sounds like it's gonna work but he has no idea how much like people are going to be competing with him and how big this space is and he doesn't and have the financial expertise yeah, <laughs> for sure Dude, like, but he doesn't know i just i just remember thinking yeah I didn't think you were, I thought you were as capable as anyone could be. It's just so risky to try and to make this work. And, uh, yeah. and of he, course, he yeah. didn't have a job. Yeah. And then, and then no. I remember, yeah, during the pandemic, Jen's like, Hey, do you want to help me record this video? We're doing this thing for Andre's 1 millionth subscriber. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, from, from the birthday party? <laughs> that guy? That guy? <laughs> and I was just like, dude, that guy has he made it. And then it was just so interesting. Cause that's yeah. Crazy. So, I mean, that's, that's why I got to question my yeah, I like think telling I think anyone I need, they can't do it, they can. I could just try. Uh, yeah, and I think that's the biggest obstacle is just to understand that you don't have to be the best or the most talented. It's just your story. And if you have an interesting story, people will watch. I've been consulting a lot, and a lot of things that people do is they research videos on, like, what camera to buy, what lens to buy, how to use the camera. But the thing that people lack is they don't research how to tell stories. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it's like a lot of it is learning on your own. But at the beginning, you can learn a lot from watching a video on just how to construct a story. And people don't do that. And I'm like, mm. you have to treat it the same. I tell these people because a lot of times they own businesses and they're trying to. I was like, you know, when you started your business and you didn't know how to make an LLC, and you had to Google it. And then you had to pay taxes and you didn't know how to pay taxes and you had to Google it. And you had to make a contract uh, for a client and you had to Google like template and then change it up and then copy a bunch of stuff i was like it's the same thing but with storytelling and people neglect it right they mm -hmm. take the part seriously of like what camera do i buy what do lens the do i buy stuff, yes. yes they do the technical Dude, stuff I but then when it too, comes to yeah. actually constructing it nobody's sitting there youtubing yeah how to make a hook yeah how to storytell so and there's so many that. resources out there yeah that's that, and that's why it, the, the longest part of my process for creating is telling the story and researching and putting together the script that's the hardest but the most challenging and the most interesting mm -hmm. part too. Would yeah. you guys argue that's, that's one of the most important skills for the future? Oh, I is think like so, everybody yeah. needs to learn how to I've, storytell. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that whether that, it's a business or a. I mean a, that video. An individual. I, I did. I had to even that video, even though it was like from the heart. Like I had to figure. I cut out so many things just to make it flow better, and then I w went back mm -hmm. and refilmed like one or two pieces to add to to make it flow better again. And 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 I don't think people realize that. And it's like if I if I can't like properly convey my story to you, you're not going to care. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you went the other route and you were just putting applications in over and over again versus putting a quality story like that on the Internet, they brought you attention. I also think that had a what lot a hack, of luck. You know, what's that? I think a lot of that video was also luck. Yeah. Well, you said when luck and prepared. You yeah. said you got to put the video out there to get lucky in the first place. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, what, we both, do you think it was luck? I'm big on uh, luck and yeah, luck, but partially. partially right? yeah. 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 I think that's the thing. And I think a lot of people will put hard work in and never see the luck as well. Like, yeah. We all know, you know. Dude, I could have this conversation about luck versus like. I know. We talk about this all the time. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for coming. Yeah, on. thank you guys. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Oh, follow me on Instagram. Yeah, follow Alex on Instagram and YouTube.
Probably where already he, follow you on YouTube. Where he definitely will be posting videos. All right, gotta go. <laughs> Wins in the can. <laughs>